Hey guys, it's Pastor Brian, and during this time of social disconnecting, I'm committed to uh, pulling ourselves together as a community through a, a podcast. I don't have a name for the podcast, so maybe we can talk about that in a little bit. But uh, anyways, today I have my friend Liza Schramm with me. Liza, you want to say hi? Hey, I'm here. You're well. You're waving, but it's a podcast, so oh, uh, so you can't see me. You All and right, I well, are talking yeah. by Skype, but but yeah, nobody else right. can see you right now. I'm here. That's good. <laughs> have you done a podcast before? Nope. But you've always wanted to because you and I have talked about it. Yeah, I mean, I like chatting. Good. Yeah, me too. Which is why I actually pulled you in for today. Um, how long have you been essentially locked up? Even if you've left your house for a little bit, you want to share? What's going on with you and your family? Yeah, um, well, as it, as the family goes, this is actually the first day that all of us are locked up in our house. Dave has continued to work until the most recent recommendation for everybody to stay home. Wow. Um, he has a lot of a lot of essential work um, because he does heating and cooling in hospitals. So he has been wow. going. Yeah, he's been going into work. Um, he's he is working from home today, so this has been the first experience. Uh, all of us in yeah. here, but we, the girls and I are going on week two of complete lockdown. So. That's why I thought you and I were on pretty similar schedules. Yeah. And actually that's why I wanted to reach out and, and touch base with you because, um, what I've realized with, with people that I've been connecting with, uh, specifically if we're on the same timeline is that we're experiencing, um, highs and lows kind of at different totally. moments and then at same moments. So I'd be curious, would you be willing to share like what's worked well for your family and what hasn't went so well for your family? Yeah. You know, um, being a teacher, I think that having a plan or a schedule has been the most helpful for me. Um, you know, we used to look forward to the weekends when we can kind of throw the schedule away um, and kind of just hang out. But this past weekend, after spending an entire week at home, I felt like, oh, my gosh, no, we need to get back to having a schedule. Uh-huh. So I would say what works best for us is having a schedule. Um, we write it down. Obviously, we don't stick to it to a T. The girls, if playing lasts longer, it lasts longer. If learning lasts longer, it lasts longer. But having a schedule and gives us a little bit of hope of what's coming next without just a free for all. Well, and I feel like at the beginning you were even prepared for that more than others were. So a lot yeah. of friends were kind of looking to you, like how, how do you make a schedule for my kids? Yeah. You know, what would a oh, teacher totally. recommend? And so, and so you yeah. teach at our preschool uh, and have for many years. And we're, I think it was pretty awesome willing to share some tips for how you were creating your schedule. Um, have you found that helpful for others then? Yeah, I think so. I was chatting with a girlfriend before all this kind of started, and she's like, all right, tell me what you're going to do. And I started telling her, and she's, I had two of her kids in my class um, in previous years at the preschool, so she kind of liked my style and um, of teaching. And she said, you know, when I used to try this, it worked. Give me more. And so I said, okay, that's great. And then she shared with another friend, and we said, well, why don't we just put this online and see who wants, who wants to use it? And everybody's been using it, but the great thing is, is, everybody's sharing what they're doing. So I get yeah. to learn things from what other people are trying. You know, it's different being a teacher in a classroom and being a teacher at your own house with your kids. So it's almost like before all of this happened, we tended to focus on the negatives of, uh, uh, social media. And right now mm-hmm. we really see, uh, the power behind, like, it's really important for us to be connected and really important for us to be community. And, and so it's been really cool to see how people have been using Instagram and Zoom and YouTube. And here you, you and I are on Skype to share with one another because we can't do this alone. 
Yeah, no, I mean, it, it like actually my anxiety goes up thinking about what would happen if our internet went out and I didn't have that connection. Yeah. You know, <laughs> or what did our grandparents do? You know? <laughs> yeah. I know we, we, we are living in a, in a privileged, uh, lockdown situation. So yeah, yeah lucky for us. Um, would you be willing to be vulnerable for a second and share like what hasn't gone so smoothly for you or whatever you expected? And, and how did you maybe deal with that moment? Yeah. You know, I think, um, again, I, because I'm a teacher, I feel, or I think I went into this feeling like, okay, I've got this. I, you know, I, I closed down my own classroom last year and now I just, um, teach the specials at the preschool. And so I brought last year a lot of my supplies home. So I feel very lucky. I went into this feeling very lucky that I pretty much had a classroom already set up at our house for the girls. Um, I think I went into it thinking because I'm a teacher that they're going to listen to me like they do their own teachers. (laughs) (laughs) And literally on the first day I said something to Tegan about it being school. And she goes, well, you know what, mom, this is nothing like school. And she kind of stomped away from me. And I was like, all right, reality check. You're not her teacher. So shift things around. And I don't think it hurt my feelings per se, but it was a big eye opener for me. Yeah. And then I think, so that, that, that was the hardest part. I'm glad that that happened right away because I, Tegan is as honest as I am and we were able to make a change pretty quickly. So we changed it from, you know, being school at home to we're just going to keep learning the things that we know how to learn and figuring out the things that we want to figure out. That's been the hardest part, um, for sure, being home with the girls. And I yeah. think another part for me that's been the hardest is, you know, when my when my mind is idle and I think about what they're missing out on by not being in school, that is personally that in my heart is the hardest part. And I know kids are resilient and kids are going to, you know, they're going to pick back up where they left off, whether they get to finish their school year or not, they're going to meet their friends in the parks and they're going to have all that. Um, but it really does make me sad every single day when Piper, you know, wakes up and says, where are we going, mom? We going to school? We going to my friend's house? You know, where she and I are on the go all the time. And I have to come up with other ways to say no to her because I feel like every single day I'm saying, nope, we're staying home. Nope, that restaurant's closed. Yeah, and that's, you know, your your youngest and my oldest are are together in school and, and Wesley is the same way. He's now, today, he's like, okay, I, I can't wait to see my friends. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm really sorry, buddy. You have to hang right? out with me again. And I, because yeah. he was so happy last week being at home with the family. Yeah. But, yeah. Cause but, it was different. Uh huh. Or I thought about the, if, you know, how long this continues, the year right. end PDO show that they put on essentially. Yeah. Like m- my son is obsessed with Miss Kathy. And right. I think it will be kind of hard to break that to him. But yeah. I think well, the teachers at the preschool have been really awesome at like sending videos and totally. trying to connect with the classrooms. But yeah, I mean, that's pretty teachers everywhere which is like going back to you know the whole social media thing it really technology has really made this the best situation that it could be given the circumstances yeah um but i still think deep down as parents and parents of all i mean it seems silly that i'm concerned about my you know three-year-old not being able to go to her favorite restaurant Uh when there are parents whose kids aren't getting to graduate school and you know kids in school that can't get their certificates or their degrees or whatever because of it and that 
even thinking about that makes my heart race. The the hardest one for me as a pastor has been um, people who reach out to me because whether it's a parent or a loved one who is in a care facility and they're not able to go. And phone calls just trigger anxiety for that person. Um, And and so, um, yeah, that's where my prayers have been. I I completely agree with you. Like that's kind of what brings me back when you realize how deep uh, some of these issues are for people. Yeah. Um, but then I also, I'm, I guess I'm very grateful for, for the people that are working in the hospital system to sure. uh, really care for people or Dave who, who works towards making, uh, these places, make sure their heat and ventilation yeah, systems yeah, are you working. Know, you got well. a call this morning that they were talking about all the temporary, yeah. uh, hospital sites that they're going to be setting up and he's going to have to start working on those and everything. So even it is nice to think about that. Even people who aren't working in the hospitals that we're all in whatever job we do working together to make sure that we can all get through this. How how cool is that from like pastors have to literally create sermons and and videos. Uh, Teachers are teaching. Yeah. Uh, How cool is that for everyone to discern like what they're called to do and play their part in the midst of a time where we can't necessarily always be together. But when you are, you're, you know what you're risking for your family and it's, it's totally. to make the world a better place. It's kind of cool. Yeah. So yeah. cool. Um, yeah. I thought you were going to say, <laughs> I thought you were going to say that, yeah, it's okay to wear your pajamas all day long <laughs> because that when people have been contacting me, that has, I've been giving up a lot of permission. Like, yes, That's hilarious. it's okay. If you didn't shower today, shower, yeah. maybe make a plan to shower tomorrow. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, we, what is really fun over here is, uh, we set up a little orange theory fitness type deal in yes. our, in our house. So we have the rower going and we got a new Nordic track bike and we put our weights down there. So every single day I work out, which means every single day I shower, but it doesn't necessarily Smart. mean that I do that right away. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think it's, we can't smell each other when yeah, we're right, social distance. It's so it's okay. I, I keep seeing that meme that's saying, um, at eight o'clock, eight p.m. is the time that you change from your day pajamas to your night pajamas. Like, I saw that too. That's like awesome. <laughs> well, I, I think it's big. I think it's just big to give people permission. Like there are days where you're going to need to give yourself permission to have structure, especially totally. if you have kids. Uh, there, are, it's really hard for me to work when I'm at home. Uh, and so like that designated work time where I'm communicating with others, um, or just days where okay, it's, it's a Sabbath for us and you don't have to apologize for a Sabbath. So, yep. Well, and that's the thing, you know, that's like with anything, I think some of the things that we complain about prior to this, about social media and all the pressures that we feel in seeing other people's social medias, um, even though right now we're using it all for a good thing, I still think that there's that pressure, you know, if I'm posting all of these activity ideas that are happening in my house, first of all, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's happening all day long. And second of all, I might have four or five really cool activities on Instagram, but my kids aren't engaging in that eight hours a day. So we need to, you know, release the stigma that we've always been trying to release about the pressure of meeting everybody's expectations on social media. So even though, you know, Tegan's teacher sends her whatever, 10 or 15, 10 or 15 different activities to do, she always makes sure that she says, none of these are required. Do what your kids feel comfortable yeah. doing. Get done what they want to get done. They can, it can go in any order. Let them choose. You know, we've always said giving kids a choice is uh, makes 
makes a little bit more sense when it comes to them completing the work, if they got to pick which one they're going to do. You know, I think all of those things with the, you don't have to be their teacher. Um, did, yeah. did, did you see the internet meme that uh, said, I've been with my kids for, uh, you know, one and a half hours and I'm yeah. convinced that every teacher needs to be paid a billion dollars. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I've been seeing all of these different memes that are telling, yeah. like, maybe this is, this is what the teachers needed. Maybe it was a teacher who created this or something yeah. silly. So everybody has some appreciation <laughs> for them, yeah. which is funny, but you know, I lived in Russia and I, and I was a private tutor um, for about five months, right when I graduated college. And something that we talked about, the family and I talked about was the actual instructional time in a school per child is nowhere near the amount of hours that they're actually in school. Yeah. So, you know, transition time plus mm -hmm. however many kids are in the classroom, all that stuff adds into it. So actual learning time isn't really even exceeding one or two hours. If you take out all the play, all the recess and their lunch. So for parents to think that they need to be all day long teaching their kids, that's just too much pressure for us. So I think we all need to kind of go into it thinking like, well, yeah. if they can get one or two things done that their teacher asked or, you know, whatever, then mm -hmm. we're doing really good. <laughs> all right. Last thing I want to touch on with you is sure. um, faith life is extremely important for you and your family. And I'm talking about like even your wider family. Yeah. So I'd be curious about what's been working and not working there uh, for, for you all. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's been kind of fun. I think that churches all around are able to stream online. Um, As they should have you know, always have been doing, by the way. Right? Yes. It, it is kind of funny that we're using technology, even though the actual technology has been available to us for so long. Yes. We're using it now the way that it can be used because, you know, my girlfriend uh, posted something about her church in Arizona. I was like, oh, I want to watch that. And so I was able to watch it. Like, yeah. that's so cool. And um, so I think I like the flexibility of being able to watch something not necessarily live. Yeah. Um, that, that makes me feel really good. You know, even yesterday when we usually meet at 10 o'clock with my entire family, that was kind of hard, yeah. um, obviously, to not see them because that's our, our day that we're all together. Um, but I have to say it was kind of nice that I didn't have to be you know, totally available at 10 o'clock. Yeah. So. I, I like that flexibility, but yeah. I, I have been mourning. I, I miss our community. I, yeah. It, yeah. The it physical. Makes, the, yeah. It makes me realize that it's not just a job for me. Like I truly do feel called to be a part of this church family. And so when you don't get to see your family face to face, like it's nice to see you right now on Skype, totally. but, but yeah. to see them face to face, um, to well, share the interactions between the kids. And... Yes. Yes. Uh, and I, I, my only regret that I have right now is the last weekend we were together, there were like eight or nine kids in my office looking at my podcast stuff. And uh -huh. I said, we'll do it next week. That's oh, honestly yeah. it. And, and they were so excited. And I should have just turned on my computer and I should have yeah. just recorded us all together. Well, and you're yeah. probably the only one that remembers that. No, no, that, that was the thing. Actually, I've gotten a few messages because oh, they do yeah, remember yeah, it, but well, it, it, it's okay. Calls that you make need to be to them. <laughs> That's why I, I think the next time we are truly together for worship, like I think, yeah. unfortunately, I think we're going to have to ease back into larger groups just like we had to ease away from it. But totally. I cannot wait. I can't wait to be back together as that church family. Yeah. I think it would be very so meaningful. You know, I, I, I really do like that people are using um, technology to communicate more. Um, you know, I feel like the people that I see every single 
day. I miss them so much, but the people that I never get to see, I'm talking to them so much more than I'm yeah. used to talking to. Uh-huh. So it's kind of an interesting thing. Yeah. You I'll know, take it for right now. What? I said, I'll take it for right now. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? It's just so fun getting to connect in a different way, I think. Yeah. So, and, and taking people out of sometimes situations that, you know, aren't what they're used to putting them in their own comfortable home. We're all, yeah. you know, we're all feeling good. Good. Um, before we go, Liza, can we get your Instagram name? Oops. If you want to share some, uh, uh, tips for, for parents at all. Yeah, sure. My um, my Instagram is at teachme.l, as in Liza, B, as in Baumgartner. And uh, yeah, I've been posting all my things there, at teachme.lb. Awesome. And uh, hopefully you can uh, uh, connect with Liza there. Last thing I actually have for you is your husband, Dave, plays guitar and you're a singer. Are you guys going to per- like get any music together for our church? You know what? I'm not sure, but can I tell you what's in the works first? Yeah. <laughs> We are going to read the Elephant and Piggy book, listen to my trumpet, and we are going to act it all out. Yes. Because he also he plays, plays the, the trumpet. trumpet. Sweet. Okay. So that's coming first. Okay. Um, because my reading voice is better than my singing voice. No. So Liza, you have a great voice. <laughs> I think because the two of you are trapped in the same house, you guys should yeah. do something. Mandy and I are working on a few songs, and I just got to yeah. commit no, I mean, her to singing. You already challenged us to the dance challenge that we haven't completed yet because <laughs> I really would like it to be the entire family. But okay. the first request is the Elephant and Piggy book. So we've got to get that's, that done first. That's cool. And That's then cool. we're moving on. So, so be on the lookout for our elephant and piggy book. And then we'll think about recording a church song. Sounds great. Liza, <laughs> thank right. you so much. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll talk to you soon. Have a great day. All right. You too. Bye. See you. Bye.